Hello, and welcome to the Doxology Podcast. I'm Lucas Stock. And I'm Jens Nelson. And this is a podcast dedicated to journeying together on the road that is the Christian faith. Join us as we discuss and investigate theology and the Christian life, striving for unity amongst our diversity as members of Christ's church. We are back. We are back again. It feels like it was just a few minutes ago we wrapped up last week's episode because we're recording these back to back. So um, it's good to be back in the future. Um, and I am sort of curiously excited for how this conversation will go. We are sort of taking a, a you know, occasionally there's an episode that's less like here's a theological question or here's a current event that happened or here's a you know bible verse that spawns a question and more sort of a um a broader almost more perhaps philosophical rather than theological type topic comes up um and it kind of spurs spurs a question or spurs a thought that one or both of us has that is a um presents itself as an opportunity to explore. And so this is much less, in my mind, much less structured than a lot of the episodes we have because of that. Um, but it was, it was I'll let, I'll let you introduce the, the topic because you originally um, suggested it, but it was spawned by a couple weeks ago, uh, when you're listening to this a couple weeks ago, when we were unable to record and uh, unable to, to gather uh old audio to to re-upload um a previous episode um which is usually what happens when we don't have time to record so because of that and the circumstances surrounding that it led to sort of some introspection and reflection i think it seemed like on your part uh that you kind of posed to me as a as a question or, or as a as a topic idea for a conversation so why don't you go ahead and explain a little bit about what what you were feeling, what you were thinking, yeah. what was going on, you know. Uh, but what 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 the question or thought was that that kind of spawned this kind of topic and and then and then introduced the topic for us. For sure. Yeah, I mean, like you like you just flat out said, like I, we had a weird week. Um, there was some conflicts, some stuff that came up. We weren't able to record. Um, we were house sitting um, away from our normal place, so I didn't have the flash drive that contains all of our audio files. And I had this moment of like, shoot, like it's Monday night. I need to edit an episode. I need to upload an episode, and I can't. And I was trying to like think through all the things that I could do to make it happen. Like my wife had her computer, so I was like, do we ha- do I have any files saved on the computer? And I couldn't find any. Um, and so I just sort of realized, like, man, for the first time ever, as we said last week, um, for the first time ever, there's no episode that I can upload. Um, and I had this moment of like, man, that sucks. Like, we've gone three and a half years and we've not missed a week. There has not been one Tuesday. Granted, we went from doing two back down to one. Um, but we still, like, every week there has been at minimum one episode that we've uploaded. And like, in a sense, I think I had a uh, perhaps like like pride in that like like oh let's just keep going and let's just do it anyway um, and even the idea of like re-uploading an episode like some might see that as like oh that's easy or lazy or like it doesn't count or whatever um, so like I just my mind started spinning through all the different things related to this idea um, 
and I just I started thinking about like rhythms, routines, um, rituals, even perhaps like I I started thinking about like the, the this idea of like the rhythms in life, like the the ebbs, the flows, the the way your weeks go. I don't know about you guys, but like for me personally, working in an office context, you know, many of the weeks just sort of like flow one into the next without much um, variety or differentiation. Like it's just like, you know, Monday through Friday, it's like go to work, come home, go to work, come home, go to work, come home. Um, and you know, the weekends are for, you know, relaxing or getting stuff done, running errands. Um, and so, I, you know, was just thinking about those ideas and um, as it pertains both to the podcast and just my life more generally, but you know, for the podcast, for example, the rhythm of life has been like recording and uploading, recording and uploading. Um, but sometimes, uh, as, as we've seen perhaps more recently, but like sometimes a, a break is needed. Um, I don't know all the, the intricacies or the ins and outs, for example, but I know, um, another podcast that both you and I are like fans of, or maybe at different points have been into, um, but like Doctrine and Devotion with Joe Thorne and, and Jimmy Fowler, for example, I'm pretty sure they've been on like an extended hiatus for a while. Um, I don't know, again, I don't know the details, I don't know what's going on, but like I'm pretty sure they're not currently actively recording or uploading, or at least a couple weeks ago they weren't, if they are now, I'm not sure. Um, so it's like, I know like when I was into that podcast, for example, they were uploading episodes all the time. They even started, I'm pretty sure, like a, a more like, paid level or subscription where you could get content every day um and so it's like that's a lot that's a that's a lot of commitment that's a lot of um time money energy um sacrifice even to like make that sort of thing happen and it can become a source of i think pride a source of like identity even um but sometimes in a way that's unhealthy sometimes in a way that's not good or beneficial to your loved ones or your neighbors or your coworkers and so i just i started thinking about like like perhaps my own rhythms my own routines the 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 what and the why so not just like what i do but why do i do it like why do i wake up you know an hour before i need to like because i want time to um you know, think and sit and rest before, before I go to work? Or, um, you know, why do I eat at my desk versus coming home or going out? Like, we all have our reasons, and it's not good or bad or even neutral. It's just kind of like it just is. Um, and so that's, that's sort of like what, what spawned the, the, the conversation here. Like Lucas said, I think this will be a lot more just conversational we're not like exploring the depths of some profound passage or some profound theological idea or something but um before i go on as i did bring this topic to you what what things came to your mind how did you approach this idea of rhythms cycles routines um you know we might use other words even like think of words like rest sabbath rituals um it may be in a sense like liturgies, like how you uh, order your life. Um, what what were some of your thoughts? Yeah, I, I didn't have that many thoughts. I kind of immediately had a couple things come to mind that really are the only things I feel like I have to offer this conversation, which I'll explain. But but the first thing that, come, that comes to mind is the 
is the um, you know the way in which uh, creation is given a rhythmic characteristic. Um, like we can think about the seasons, days and nights, um, you know, the life cycle of, um, of, you know, humans as well as the rest of the natural world. Um, but, but also like to, to draw it a little more foundational than that, like beyond just observing that we see the way that God built Sabbath into the creation and the purpose of that, um, it's not an accident, you know, it's, it's, it's not, uh, it's not incidental that he does that and he commands his people to, to sanctify a day in a rhythmic pattern of once a week. And then of course, you know, if they were following the law, you know, once every seven years and then once every 50 years have, um, Sabbath years and, and Jubilee years and all that stuff. And, um, the way Jesus describes the Sabbath as being made for, for man rather than the man made for Sabbath. Like, um, I don't, I think there's, I just, you know, the way that, the way that Sabbath is instituted in the, in Genesis, um, I, I think there's more to it than just, you know, people get tired. So I made up a Sabbath. So you would at least get one day off. <laughs> like, I, I think that's probably part of it is just that we need, like, like there's, there, as part of that rhythmic aspect of, you know, biological life, like, if I don't sleep a certain amount of time every uh, 24-hour period, you know, like, that, that messes up <laughs> a lot. Like, last night, I, uh, <laughs> I was um, meeting good buddy and friend of the show, Richie Rust, uh, um, to hang out and we, we, we met like halfway between us. So it was a couple hours away. So like at eight o'clock or something or, or eight thirty, I was driving back and it was like a two hour drive. So I, I knew that I was going to be tired and I was driving alone at night. So I wanted to make sure that I was staying awake. So I, I got a coffee at like seven thirty or seven o'clock or something, which, which I never do. Like I, I usually try to keep my caffeine cut off like two o'clock at the latest. And recently I've even been trying to, to pull it back to earlier in the morning because it messes with your sleep so bad. But I knew like, this is important. You know, I want to make sure I'm not drowsy while I'm sleeping. Great. So then, so then I get home. It was like, everything's great. Just hanging out. Normally, you know, on, on a Friday night, nothing going on Saturday morning. I was think you know, I would probably go to bed around, you know, 10 or 11. Well, I got, I got back at like, 10 30 10 45 so i'd probably like stay up for a little bit have a snack go to bed around midnight maybe stay on my phone for another half hour or maybe an hour since i was out so late or something like that but i was just like sitting around and then it was like it was three o'clock in the morning and i was just not i hadn't even like even if i had tried earlier i wouldn't have been able to sleep and i was like this is terrible and the reason it was terrible is not because i felt in the moment bad but i was like i know i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and everything's gonna be out of whack because I stayed up till 3 a.m. And, and I knew what I was getting myself into. But the point is, like, there's that there's that very automatic, we, we take it for granted because it's just part of our, of our biology, um, the biology of, of this earth that we've been given. There's this, there's this rhythmic component to it. And, and that's part of the Sabbath. But there is, I think, much more to it, much more significance to it, which is why it's holy. It's not just a day of rest, but it's a day of rest in in Christ. It's a day of rest 
with with God in, in worship. And I think that like it is, you know, I, I don't know that I have much more to say about this, but I feel like it deserves to have more said about it. But I just think it's very it's always it, it always strikes me, even though this isn't a new idea to me, but it always strikes me when I when I hear somebody say or I read or I ref, or it occurs to me and where I reflect on the way in which literally at, at the at the base level, at the you know, the, the quote unquote DNA of the 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 creation itself, the entire universe, there is this 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 piece of that, which is Sabbath, which is God resting on the seventh day. Um, and what, and all that that means and all that that could mean is, I, I think it's just very rich and, and thick in meaning for the significance of what it is to live in this rhythmically cyclical um, cosmos, which um, whether we like it or not, and whether we acknowledge it or not, you know, we're rotating around, we're orbiting, the sun is going up and down, the seasons are changing, the temperatures are changing, the, the plants are dying and growing, and, and like all these things, like whether we like it or not, we live fundamentally like very, very rhythmic existence, a, a very, very rhythmic existence as created beings. Um, and that's the first thing that comes to mind because of Genesis 1 and um, and then the institution of the Sabbath as a law for Israel. And, and, the, and I just think that that's significant be, for all those reasons, but also like you mentioned, at least in your original text to me, like, like just a recognition of limits that's kind of built into it, right? Like every day has an end, every, every, uh, winter, you know, has, has boundaries. Every, every orbit of the sun, you know, has a beginning and an end, right? Like, like there, there's, it's not, not necessarily like, oh, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a limited uh, human being. And I just got to remind myself that and just give me some grace and, and have some self-care. Like there's, there's a, a version of that, which is not so corny. Um, but I also think there's just something more than that, where it's just like, it's just a fact that, that there are only so many hours. There are only so many things you can do. There are only so many days in a year, all those things. Um, and it comes down to it's it's not accidental. It comes down to the very way that the the earth itself is formed, you know, in the in the mind of God. And I think that's very fascinating and interesting, and also very beautiful to just sort of reflect on. Even though I don't know where to go with that, but I'm curious if that yeah. jives with anything that you had wanted to say, yeah. um, or or if you had thought of that exact thing, or you know, just kind of where where you'd want to go next. No, yeah, a lot of what you said, I were, were, you know, pertain to to this idea, and it's stuff that I considered and thought about too. Um, I have I have basically two other thoughts that are very very much separate. One of them, I'm curious what your response is. I'll, I'll the first one though, uh, actually has to do with music, perhaps shockingly or not, but obviously music <laughs> music in a sense is rhythmic. I mean, it quite literally has rhythm. There's a there's a certain uh, structure and form to it, the way that it's uh, composed and all that. Um, but so, uh, an artist that I follow on on Instagram, um, he was talking about another song from another artist that came out yesterday, um, and so he's he's talking about this other this book called "The World as Will and Representation," 
Um, it's by someone with the last name Schopenhauer, apparently. Um, but this 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 writer posits that of all the arts, music is the purest, the quote purest, because um, while the other types of arts uh, are ranked in order of representation, music is will itself. So think of like a painting. A painting is only a representation of what we can see and perceive. Whereas like as this guy's positing, music is will itself. He even goes so far to say that music would exist even were it not for human beings to make it. It is the sound of the universe, not a representation of our experience of it. Um, which is just a very interesting, like, I mean, art exists in all cultures, whether it's, you know, drawings, paintings, um, architecture, music, whatever. Um, but thinking about the ways in which, like, even... Um, our, our bodies, our minds, the, the cosmos, like have a, a rhythmic structure, not just the days, months, weeks, years, as we've sort of determined that we're going to mark them out. But in a sense, there's a, a symphony of things happening all at once, um, you know, with a divine orchestrator, if you will. So that was just like one thought I had is like, wow, like that, I mean, that was posted yesterday, um, you know, as of you and I recording two weeks ago, as of when this drops, but I was like really struck by that idea. Um, and I thought it like at least pertained a little bit to our rhythms and um, how we sort of engage even with art and the perhaps even the purposes of art and what it's meant for. Um, but then the other thing that I would say on this topic, and this is more uh, perhaps theological, um, I, I was thinking about as it pertains to rhythms, this this idea of time alone and time together. Um how how we need both i think humans need time alone to 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 be um you know isolated in solitude um but we also need time together we can't and and my point is um uh let's see like it means that like you know individual things whether it be you know prayer or study or thinking meditation like that along with communal uh, conversations, meals, gatherings, uh, they work in tandem. Um, I think in a sense, uh, solitude and fellowship are spiritually connected. And in some way they even like supernaturally support each other. If, if that sort of makes sense, I guess like when, when you, when you think about like those two disciplines of time alone and time together, um, these, these make up what ought to be the rhythm of, of our lives. You know, it, it fosters health. It fosters love. Um, if we don't have time alone, then we will eventually fail during our time together. And I think, you know, the other side is if we don't have time together, then we will ultimately fail in our time alone. Um, curious. And that's, I guess like, that's the idea that I'm curious if that sparks any, any thinking in your, in your mind, like as it pertains to rhythm, theology, the the Christian life, whatever, this idea of time alone and time together, and um, how to how to make the most of those quote unquote perhaps rhythms or times or seasons. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Just in, on the face of it, just the importance of both, and how like both of those things are valuable and and needed in their own in their own ways um, but you can't do them both at the same time by by definition so so that results in 
um, almost like as, as we're just thinking about it, almost this automatic sort of rhythmic dialectic of of being alone in order to be together, in order to be alone, in order to be and and in doing so, that's actually as like you're saying, like fought, like it's 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 edifying by 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 being able to successfully be alone and together and actually doing that. Um, it 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 propel or not propels, but it but it plays a role in our development as healthy, whole, um, spiritual beings. I think I don't yeah I don't know if I know all the ways that 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 I think that happens. Like um, and I know it's it's definitely very difficult or or it's much easier for me to be. For me, like speaking literally for me, like for me to be alone than with other people due to just temperament and the sorts of things I'm interested in and, and all those kinds of things. Um, and for people who find it very difficult to be alone and much easier to be um, surrounded by others, like the way in which kind of being, it makes me think of, of the possibility of, of the importance of being more intentional or, or I mean, not intentional, but at least more self-aware of like you know, not just giving into whatever you feel like doing in any given moment and thus neglecting something that comes less naturally to you, but nonetheless is important. Um, and I, I, I think it kind of like, I think this idea also connects with the only other thought I had, which is just the, the rhythm that the liturgical sacramental life of the church, that, that AKA the life in Christ provide like we are we are living in in a rhythm and we need to have a good rhythm or else it's we're not going to be healthy right it's kind of one way to put it and we're by like life in christ provides us with that rhythm we could you know i think of i think of the the rhythm of of you know weekly or or even daily celebration of the eucharist and participation in um christ in that way the um the rhythmic nature of the church year and the emphasis emphases that the different components of the church year brings and and the way that that repeats um in in the readings and in in even even you know liturgical colors and in in church buildings and all that kind of stuff but but more importantly than that like the the emphases on teaching and, and reading and, and reflection and um, the the disciplines and and you know rhythmic disciplines of of prayer you know in, in um, with the morning and evening uh, movement of prayer with the daily office you know and and you know like in in monastic settings these things are maybe more easy to to see more. Um, they're more fully lived into by a, by you know a group of monks who are um, living with every aspect of their day of, the, of their lives you know brought brought together and submitted under this under this rule of, of prayer and work and, and all those kinds of things. But I oh, man on pretty much a daily basis, I think about how hard it is to, to shape my life by that rhythm and not 
the rhythm of the world. And by the world, I, I mean not necessarily evil or not necessarily, um, you know, actively harmful rhythms. Although there is a lot of that, <laughs> that, that I'm constantly like feeling the effects of and recognizing in, in my life. But, but on a more basic level, just, just the idea of, you know, you have, we have, we have the, the, the sort of civil rhythms around us of our, we can think of our civil calendars or we can think of, um, the, uh, like the rhythms of our work, like you mentioned, and, and particularly, I think in our sort of, you know, late modern, postmodern, um, socioeconomic, uh, system, like, um, a, one of the features of that is, is kind of a complete flattening out of any rhythm because labor is no longer bound to the rhythms of, light and dark and harvest and 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 uh, planting and sowing because you can sit in a climate controlled office with electric lights and work on your computer 365 days out of the year regardless you know like and like to think about like well what does that what does that do to to humanity as a society and to humans as individuals um and the alternative to that uh is shaping life um around the the rhythm of um, the church, around the liturgical life of the church, around um, the the tapping sort of tapping into the the more basic rhythm of Christ living, you know, the body of Christ in the world, and just how hard that is. Um, because there's so much going on and life is so crazy and so much, around any given individual or any given family or any given uh, co congregation or whatever. So much is like in terms of the city that we live in, the, the nation that we live in, the, um, the, the workplace and the, 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 com the, the way that workplace fits into the broader labor market or whatever. Like there's so much, at any given moment, most of what you're surrounded by and feeding into and being fed by and just connected to uh, is pushing in a different direction than that rhythm. It's pushing in a different rhythm, which may or may not be good or, or neutral or bad, but it makes it very, very difficult to try to sort of pull yourself out of sort of a natural rhythm that you can kind of just be thrown into just by existence uh, and to replace that with a much more intentional rootedness in the life in Christ that comes from those rhythms of, of prayer and worship and sacrament and um, rest and uh, or solitude and fellowship and rest and work and prayer and activity and contemplation and, and activity and all that kind of stuff. And that's just something that I think about, like I said, almost on a daily basis, just how hard it is and how much I want to, you know, more successfully structure life around that for the sake of, 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 of spiritual, physical, mental, emotional health, really. And, and ultimately to, to have a life that, that, you know, chronologically, um, yeah, chrono. You know, fr from a from a day to day basis and a week to week basis and a year to year basis to have 
to have that character in my own life characterized by by Christian time as opposed to just natural time is such a such a yearning I feel um, and 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 yet so so very much fail to you know fail to do in the sense of you know I'm undisciplined so I skip praying when I have the opportunity or but also um, am just like just it's it's difficult because it's unnatural it's it's you know not it's not automatic and so if you're not very careful and intentional it's not just going to happen by accident even even for the person who is a christian and and who 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 is um you know in christ in that sense it's not an automatic thing that um the rhythms of life become shaped by him um and certainly not a quick you know immediate overnight change kind of thing but so that's the other thing i had besides just the like natural built-in nature of 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 rhythms and cycles and i'm curious and and so to me with with the solitude and the and the fellowship um it fits that fits nicely into that picture where my my social you know so I, I mean, social life, I, I don't know, like my, my place in society, the, the society around me, um, my relationship with those people who I have connections with in my community um, are very much, I think, or, or should be or could be very much a part of that um, churchly rhythm, that, that Christian time. Um, and and so that's that's what made me think of it. But yeah, I think that's. I'm curious what you have to have to think about that because for me that's that's the big thing that I think about when when you like mention rhythms or cycles or time is 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 that sense of um, the rhythm that is given to us by Christ that is so unnatural and therefore in our day and age because our society is not shaped by it, it's harder for individuals to be shaped by it yeah if that makes sense yeah <clears throat> yeah no i i completely agree i think the I th- well the, i think the the biggest thing that i thought about in all of this was just like uh the fact that we can become so um like our routines be- become so common that we just like that's how we fall into them that's how they become routines i think so often we we forget the what uh, and the why like we know what we do on a daily basis we know that we wake up we know that we scroll through instagram we know that we uh go to work go to school whatever like we everybody from top to bottom you know youth to elderly like you have a routine you have a system um a way in which you organize your day i think it would do us all well if if we stopped if we stopped if we uh, contemplated if we thought about the why like why do we do this thing is this actually good or beneficial to my personal health is it good or beneficial to the health of those around me um and i think yeah to like to all of your points that that that, that point applies too. like even if we had um, um a society for example that was like structured on the church liturgical calendar or something like it would become so commonplace and uh, routine that we would probably lose the why. 
Like, I think part of what makes part of what makes it different or special or challenging to adhere to or to understand is simply that it does like fall outside of the normal routine and rhythms of most people's days. Um, and that's not to say that everybody's routines or, you know, happenings are bad per se. Um, I think there certainly are things that can be bad. Um, but like nobody's like a comic book supervillain that spends all their days plotting and toiling and seeking to destroy the Avengers or something, or like no one's Thanos, like out in the cosmos trying to gather the infinity stones to like destroy half of humanity or anything like that. But like, I, I think my, my biggest point that I'm just wanting to make is to, to, to have people stop, pause, consider why they do the things that they do. What is the motivation? What is the reason? Is it good? And by good, I don't mean like good or bad, sinful or evil. I just mean like, is it beneficial to you and or those around you? Um, <laughs> you know, if you have an iPhone, you have, you have the perhaps fortune or misfortune of uh, having screen time display once a week. Like, oh, your screen time was up 7% for an average of five hours a day or whatever it is. And, um, you know, that's a lot of time to spend on a device. So it's like, perhaps, you know, think about and consider like, why do I spend three hours on Instagram every day? Or why do I listen to audiobooks constantly? Or, or, you know, and this is a, a great rhythm to get yourself into, like, everyone should do this. But like, why do I listen to the doxology podcast all the time? Well, because it's good and beneficial for your soul. Um, so keep doing it. But like other things, you know, stop and consider, um, you know, what what is what is healthy what is good what is um you know sort of that old adage of like everything in moderation type of idea um i don't know like you said this 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 topic was like it felt a lot more philosophical it felt a lot more like considering the the matters of um you know doing and being and existing in the world because wherever like i said wherever you are whoever you are you have rhythms you have routines um, I think it, we would all do well to build good routines that are, um, I think, like I said earlier, built on that idea of time alone and time together, um, time alone to like understand you, to understand like who you are as a, as a human, as a person, as one found in Christ, like understand your, you know, your existence in a sense, obviously we can't exhaust that we're not infinite, but um, knowing you, knowing how you operate, how you interact, like, for example, like I'm thinking very specifically of my work, we've done these like self assessment type things where we take these quizzes and surveys and um, development things, and we get, you know, a Myers Briggs or a Hogan or all these other type of assessments. And um, the intention is to one better understand yourself, like how you reason how you uh, better function, what time of the day, are you um, extroverted, introverted, like all those things. Um, and that in turn informs how you interact, you know, again, specifically with work, how you interact with your coworker who perhaps has the same Myers-Briggs personality, or maybe the antithesis of what yours is. Like, it's good to know those things. Um, it's good to understand, like, you know, the way that you do things, you know, you cut your you cut your sandwich diagonally, I cut it in half. Like, why? Do you, why? I mean, that's s silly and stupid. And maybe it just is like, insignificant and no one matter or, you know, no one cares which way you cut a sandwich. But like, 
in some sense you do because it's part of your rhythm it's part of who you are it's part of again how you how you live in the world um so i don't know i don't know if if there's much else to say like seek good rhythms seek to live healthy um seek to like know thyself like in a good way like know who you are um you know know the things that trigger you and i don't mean like oh i'm triggered like i'm gonna get angry on twitter but i mean like what are the things that like upset you what are the things that that make you happy like it's good to be aware of those things so you can avoid the toxic things and you know seek those that are beneficial whatever um listen to good music music that has good rhythm um i don't know that's all (laughs) you can either say what you want or i can do the you know the little outro no, yeah, I think I think that's it. I just really like agree. Like a very um, these are like any one of these threads are worth pondering. Like and and sort of an ongoing like be attentive to these things for the sake of like not just being sucked into a current that may or may not be good and just carried along by that current without realizing it. But to take a step back and to think about these things opens the opens the door to be able to be more more attentive to the the things that are going on in the life that god has has given you um and thus be able to better better serve him through it so i yeah, think it's worth like good. ending on a note of just like continue to like don't be afraid to wonder about these things and just kind of yeah. like you know scratch your chin and just just like uh think for a while you know yeah ponder know. ponder the the infinite and then that'll that'll that'll, that'll do you some good Uh, Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Doxology Podcast. Thank you for listening to all of our episodes. I'm curious how many people in existence have listened to all of them. I want to meet you if you have. Um, If you want to connect with us, you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and threads um, at Doxology Podcast, or you can email us at doxologypodcast at gmail.com. Send us your feedback, send us your questions, send us your episode ideas. Tell us about your rhythms and why you do them. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, see ya. Peace.